0: Welcome to the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Beltop, and I am grateful to have you here today. Thank you for joining me on this journey. This podcast truly is coming directly from my heart. And it is all about sharing stories so that you know, recognize and realize you are not alone. You're not. We are in this together, which is why when I started this podcast, I also started a community space off of social media where we can gather and connect. I would love, love, love to hang out with you over there. You can learn more about it in the link below or also on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. Now let's jump in to this week's episode. Oh my goodness. I cannot believe it, but I have officially entered month 9 of my pregnancy. And it feels completely surreal to say. And even though I've been on this journey for 8 months, it's still I don't know, it's it doesn't feel real. I can't believe it's actually happening and that very very soon Dustin and I will get to meet our baby girl and see what she looks like, and uh, hold her, and it, it, I don't know, it's unbelievable, really, really unbelievable. The time feels like it flew by in the blink of an eye, and in the beginning, it was slow. I was very anxious, very worried about, gosh, oh, is everything going to be okay, you know, and just waiting for that next doctor's appointment to make sure everything was okay and almost holding my breath in between and just filled with that fear of the unknown and then once we you know got through that beginning phase and had all those big appointments and everything was looking good and great i was able to really sink into pregnancy and i loved love love being pregnant and it's funny because someone had mentioned that to me in the beginning how they loved being pregnant. And all I thought of at the time was like, how could you love this? All it is filled is with anxiety (laughs) because I'm just so worried. But now I see exactly what she meant because it is such a beautiful journey and it's incredible what the human body can do and the way that new life can begin. And even just the miracle of what the human body can do it has also been incredible to see the way that I have grown and changed and opened up to things that I probably never would have had I had not been on this crazy incredible epic journey of a lifetime, right? And now here I am in my final month. Still loving having her inside me, feeling her movements and kicks and all that stuff. But also oh goodness, nervous about what's to come and how is she getting out of here? How is that possible? And just all that unknown, that unknown of going in and giving birth and what's going to happen and how am I going to do and all of that. And then what is it going to be like when we bring her home? How will we know what to do when I know probably every first-time parent? goes through this, you know where you're like, "Really? Are you sure I can bring this baby home? <laughs> do you know me?" And then some way, somehow we all figure it out, right? There's no handbook. There's nothing telling you exactly what to do and every single baby is different. But it's almost like we just tune into ourselves and we really we make it happen. <laughs> just like anything in life, right? We're never really sure of how to do something, but somehow we figure it out. We ask questions. We give something a try. We learn from the mistakes that we make. And we just keep on going. And that is exactly what I'm guessing parenthood is going to be like. A lot of learning. A lot of experiencing experiencing things. For the first time. And just growing from that and knowing that for one, it is not going to be done perfectly. No way. But you just keep showing up, you just keep doing your best. We have been setting up our room. There is still much (laughs) to be done in there. But we have the furniture, we just need to hang some things on the wall put some things away and it has been oh so wonderful just sitting there i will bring my computer for work and sit on her the chair that we will rock her in and just take it all in oh and i just sit there and imagine there is going to be a tiny little human in here soon and right before i was coming on here to record i was thinking oh my goodness and then that tiny human is going to grow And those decisions that we made for her room, like the color, the furniture, all of that, she's going to have her own opinion about and want done in her own way, (laughs) just like I did when I was growing up. And I wanted things to be how I wanted them to be. And all of that is going to happen. And there's going to be times of joy and also times of sadness and moments when for sure we will fight, right? You know, I could just hear the slamming door now. But it is all part of the journey. And I think that's what is really sticking with me these days is that it is a journey. And there is no final destination. Because things continue to evolve and change as you grow. And if I look at my life all before this, my goodness, so much happened, right? There was so much that I experienced and did. And all of that got me to where I am today. I wouldn't be the person I am today had I not gone through some of those really hard times that I went through. And when I was going through them, oh, Was I miserable, right? And praying that they would pass quickly. But they usually didn't. I had to work my way through them. And that will be the same on this journey here, you know, working my way through and making it to whatever it is that is next. And so that's what we're doing, preparing (laughs) for what is next, what is to come. There are still a few things, of course, we have to do and important things like install the car seat. That's the number one priority. And then pack the the bag that we're going to grab with us when we go to the hospital. And I have really just been trying to soak it all in and know that this is an amazing first time. And I think back to when I moved out Into my very first apartment. And I started with this totally clean slate, right? I had no furniture. I had no pots and pans, no glassware, no plates, no cups, none of that. It was just my clothes. And I had to get all the things that you need to just live your everyday life. And I remember sitting on the floor with a big, you know, like those big boxes that reams of paper come in. And that was my table (laughs) for dinner. And we sat on the floor and we had dinner. And the apartment was pretty much empty. And I remember looking around and just thinking, there is never going to be another time like this. From here on out, whenever I move to any other place, There's going to be this stuff that's coming with me. Maybe it's my bed. Maybe it's a dresser. Maybe it's those plates and pots and pans. There's going to be something. It's not just going to be the clothes that I wear. And what an exciting moment to decide what is it that I want to bring around me. What do I want to put in my home that's going to make me feel good? And I really allowed myself to sink in to that first time and be present in the moment. And I'm trying to do the same here. Because there will never be another first time (laughs) when I have a baby, right? This is it. This is that first moment where there are all those unknowns and uncertainties And those worries and those fears, but there's also the joy of it, the excitement, the wonder, the surprise of it. And I want to just be in the moment of it and appreciate all of the mix of emotions that comes with it. Allow myself to feel it all and take it all in. And that's what I've really been trying to do. This week, work threw me a shower, which was so beautiful and amazing. And I am beyond grateful for my work family and just the love and kindness that they have and we all have for one another. It is truly, truly a gift. I am so blessed to work with the people that I do. And Dustin and I really haven't bought any baby stuff because we were waiting, you know, for the shower. And this was the first time, like, actually receiving all these baby things. And it really made it real. Like, this is actually happening. (laughs) And when I brought it home, he's like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And it's we're both in awe. We really, really are. And when you see all the little tiny things and, oh, it just, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. And it feels amazing to just see how she's not even here yet, right? And yet she is so loved by so many people before she even arrives. And what an incredible, incredible gift that is. And I love feeling all of the love that others have for her. My Girl Scout troop, oh, those girls, they are, they cannot wait to meet her. And it has been so, so cute hearing them give name suggestions and just talk about her and wanting to know, you know, when they can meet her. And at our last meeting, they threw me a little surprise party, which was the cutest. And I did not expect it at all. I was blown away. And I just, I can't believe it. I mean, just all of this love for something that's not even here. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. I I mean, I just can't wait. I can't wait to meet her. I can't wait to hold her in my arms to see her little smile. Watch her do like that little stretch. And as I enter into, oh, I'm already in (laughs) this final month. I want to continue being gentle with myself, really tuning in to what I need and listening to that and knowing that I I can continue to move. I can continue to fuel myself in all different ways by showing up onto the page, pulling my cards, stepping out into the fresh air, doing all the things that really breathe life into me. and. Allow those things to help ease any of the anxiety that might be coming up about the unknown. And just be present, be present in this moment. And I think about after she's here, right, and how life is going to be completely flipped, upside down. And what is my world today is going to look so very different. But there are things that I want to continue doing. And I know it's going to be a challenge to keep these into my routine and just even top of mind. But I think it's so important because there are so many things that I've learned along this journey. And one thing that I have learned for certain is really about taking care of myself. And seeing that I don't have to do it all. I can let things be and it's going to be okay. I don't have to take on the world. And I can get things done a little bit at a time. It doesn't have to be right now, right now, like I've always felt. I can ease into it. I can start it and then come back to it. And that's perfectly and totally okay. And eventually it will still get done. Another thing, and this is so silly, but my skin has never been so soft. I have been lotioning up not only my belly, but everywhere. My arms, my legs, my feet, everything. And as soon as I get out of the shower, you know, putting the lotion on. And it feels so good. I wonder why I never have done this before. And I don't want to lose that little ritual that has become a part of my routine. And it takes no time at all, right? But I can see how it can be one of those things that I just end up stopping because I'm moving on from one thing to the next. But no, I wanna be intentional about it. Slow down, take those two minutes and just put on the lotion. Allow my skin to soak in all the nutrients. Another thing that was hard for me to learn, but one that I'm so glad of happened, is the ability to take in a compliment with grace. Now, think about this for yourself. How hard is it for you to simply say thank you when someone gives you a compliment, right? And why do we make it so hard on ourselves? I wish I had the answer to that. I don't know. It's almost like we do it because we don't feel deserving of the compliment that we we're receiving and we just feel a little bit awkward and want to push it to the side. But when someone is giving you a compliment, they mean it. No one is forcing them to say it. They're saying it because they want to say it. And rather than flip the script and make it awkward for them when you're like pushing back and being like, "Oh no, no, don't I I Not me. I don't know who you're talking about. I've really learned to accept the compliment and to simply say thank you. And it makes it such a beautiful exchange rather than me pushing back and turning it in to me saying no, no, no. And I want to continue to be able to accept a compliment with grace. And I feel like it was easier to do now because my body was going through so many changes. And I was really giving myself that permission to to be okay with what was happening and show myself love and compassion and not beat myself up. Because life is growing inside of me. And in order for this life to grow inside of me, things are going to have to shift and change and morph. And that's okay. And so if somebody said to me, Oh, you look beautiful, you look great, I took it in. I allowed it to land deep in my heart. And I said, Thank you. And what a gift it was to to feel that compliment in my heart and allow myself to believe it, to believe that what they are saying was true. And so I want to continue, continue that to take compliments with grace. And I encourage you to do the same because really, truly, when someone is telling you something, they mean it. They're not saying it just to appease you. They're not saying it because someone is forcing them to say it. They want to say it. And so why don't we just accept it with love and tenderness? And the best way to do that is a simple thank you. It goes a long, long way, right? And think about the compliments that you have gave others. You're not just willy-nilly handing out compliments things that you don't mean, right? No, nobody's doing that. You're saying it when it's something that you really mean. And when somebody kind of comes back at you and is like, "Uh, no, I can't believe you're talking about me. It does get awkward, right? So don't do it. Don't invite in the awkwardness. (laughs) Allow yourself to simply say, thank you. Another thing I want to continue doing, and gosh, I know having a newborn, this is going to be so challenging, but just staying in tune with what I need and being like the smallest of things. Maybe I just need a moment to breathe. And rather than not giving myself that moment, and feeling the angst and the panic or whatever comes over, reaching out and asking for help. And gosh, so these two things are huge, huge, and most definitely not easy to do, right? Like it can be hard for us to stay in tune to what we really need. And it can also be really challenging to reach out and ask for help. But I have really seen how staying in tune to what I need fills me up in ways that I never even realized I needed. And it's not by doing like these huge things of like going on vacation or having a fancy dinner out. No, it's like, The smallest things of like, I need right now to step outside into the fresh air. I need to take three minutes and just walk away from my desk for a moment. I need to sit down each Sunday and plan out my week. Just so I can see what's ahead so I can wrap my mind around it. Small, tiny things that make me feel more aligned. Make me feel more whole and ready. Make me feel happier. And so I really want to continue staying in tune to that. And I know it's going to shift and ebb and flow. But it's important. It's important for us to take care of ourselves. And I know having a newborn, there's going to be a lot more to take care of outside of me. But if I'm not whole, how am I going to be able to show up for her? And that's what I want to remember and remind myself of. Is that I still need that self-care. And again, in the smallest of ways, right? And I still need to fill my own tank so that I can be the best that I can for her. And yes, there's going to be a new rhythm and routine that I'm gonna to have to get used to and learn and understand. But not allow all of that self-care, that tuning in to what I need to fall to the wayside. But to really stay deep and present in it as well. Cause it all it all flows together. It really truly does. And then when I need help Reach out and ask for it. And don't be afraid to, to say that I need help. Being pregnant, I couldn't do all the things that I would have done before. When it comes even to just like lifting things, moving things, where I would have just not waited for another person and just figured it out myself. And I realize, oh goodness, I need to, I need to stop. I need to wait. And I need to ask. I need to ask someone to help me with this. And coming from someone who is fiercely independent and doesn't like asking for help, it was a bit of a challenge and a learning curve. But what I really saw is that I don't have to do it all by myself. And I know I say that to you guys every week, right? You don't have to do it alone. And I need to be reminded of this all the time as well, because I'm constantly trying to take things on all on my own, and I don't need to. There's no need for it. There's others out there who are willing to lend a helping hand, and I need to be willing to take that helping hand and also to reach out and ask for it. And I know more than ever, as my world is going to change, And Dustin and I are going to figure out this new rhythm and routine. We are going to need help. They say it takes a community to raise a child. And I believe that deeply. It is not just Dustin and I. It is everyone that surrounds us. And all those helping hands that come in in all different ways. From an ear that's willing to listen someone that's going to walk through the door and just literally lend that helping hand to maybe a small token of kindness through a cup of coffee or a meal. Whatever it looks like, help will come in so many different ways. And I have to be willing to lean into it and to know like when I'm going to reach my point where I can't do it by myself, but I can reach out and ask for help and there will be somebody there. And what an incredible gift that is, right? Such an incredible gift. And it's one that isn't just because I'm having a baby, it transcends life all of the time. We always need to be willing to ask for help and to accept it when it comes our way and accept it with grace. Just like we are going to accept compliments <laughs> with grace. Yes, accept help and compliments all with grace. <laughs> oh, It's a journey. This life that we are in is a completely wild ride and we never know where we are going to end up. We plan for it, we think we have it all figured out, and then we get thrown curveballs. Or we go down a completely different path, we change our mind, whatever it is. But all we can keep doing is being present in the moment, and stepping forward into where it is we want to go. And so here I am, month nine. Crazy, wild, unbelievable, filled with so much excitement and hope and love and worry, (laughs) right? All of it mixed in. But we're really trying to be here now. Even sitting here recording, I can feel her moving around and oh, this makes me smile so much. And I'm grateful to have these recordings that are capturing where I am in the moment. I'm grateful to be able to share this experience with you. Oh, how I wish my mom was here to experience it as well. I know she is watching from above and is is with me every single step of the way, but it would have been so wonderful. To have her hold my baby girl in her arms. Mm. How I wish, how I wish, right? But she is here. She is in my heart. And she is with me. And I'm just going to sink in to this final month. I'm uncertain at the time. What will happen those first few months after having her? with the podcast. It might go on a short hiatus. I don't know. We're really looking just to kind of play it by ear and see how I feel because I love showing up to the microphone and sharing with all of you. And so we'll see. You know, it might not be as polished. (laughs) It might be a really sleepy, tired me, but we will see what happens. And I will most definitely keep you updated on the status of it. But I'm just so grateful. Grateful to have you here on the other end of the microphone. Grateful to be in the Soul Circle community with you. Getting to walk this journey through life and really getting to know you. If you haven't come over to Community Space yet, please do. It is such a wonderful place to connect and I love being there. And of course, before we sign off, you know... I cannot leave without giving you a prompt to show up to in your notebook. Writing has really been mm, my backbone. I, that's probably not even the right expression, but it, it has been what has been helping me through all the uncertainty. Having that blank page to catch anything that I throw at it has been an absolute And so I encourage you to do the same, to use the page to allow yourself breathing space, to open up, to see, you know, what is really going on inside of you? How are you feeling? What is happening? Allow yourself to unravel and untangle it on the page so that you can be more fully present in wherever you are. And so today, I want us to really lean into this journey of life that you're on? And what does that look like for you in this moment? And knowing that you're not going to be able to predict the future and know what's going to happen. But where are you right here, right now? And can you be in that moment? Can you be right there, not looking to be anywhere else? And so begin with the words, in this moment in this moment and see what comes out. And don't judge it. Don't force yourself to write something that is not really feeling truthful to you, but allow yourself to be honest and raw and get it all out onto the page. I thank you so much for being here, for tuning in. This podcast would be nothing without you. And so thank you for being on the other end of this microphone and I will be back next week with a brand new episode and I hope that you just have a wonderful week ahead and until then we will talk soon.